0: Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.
1: Hello, welcome back into the podcast that we like to call From the Podium, where you hear directly from your Kansas City Chiefs. I'm host and audio producer of the Arrowhead Pride Podcast Network, Stephen Serta. Chiefs wrapped up mandatory minicamp on Thursday. We will not hear from them again until they begin their 2022 training camp. We heard from Chiefs head coach Andy Reid as well as quarterback Patrick Mahomes. So we'll go in that order starting with Andy Reid. After that we will take a quick timeout. When we get back you'll hear from Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes. Here's Andy Reid.
0: Alright. Um guys finished up today. A nice job. We had a little conditioning thing that they did today and they did a nice job with it. And uh, now they've got some time off and then uh, they'll be back and ready to hit, hit camp. Um, it looks like the team's in in good shape now it would be important that they even ramp it up a little bit more uh for the for the long haul of the season so anyways with that time time's yours is,
1: that, is the conditioning test still the same i mean i think it was like 15 and a half gassers before has it changed over the years or
0: yeah it's a little bit less than that now yeah yeah <laughs> not much but it's a bit. for you and i it's a lot <clears throat> huh
1: Coach, over the past month, you've, you've had the opportunity to take a really good look at Jerron Christian and, and Roderick Johnson. What are your impressions of them so far, uh, and what's your expectations for them in training camp?
0: Uh, well, we'll see. We'll just see how everything goes. I'm, I'm looking at that with all the new guys. Let's see how how they handle the the whole haul there. Um, but, uh, listen, we're glad they're on board.
1: On the roster itself, Jarek McKinnon, the decision to bring him back, what, what went behind that to bring him back, even with this crowded backfield?
0: Yeah, so you can't have enough running backs. Um, I think we, we know that, and in particular, experienced ones. So we felt like he still had juice left, which is important when, he gets, when you're dealing with veteran players, especially at that position. Uh, he's very intelligent. He's great in the pass game, part of it, uh, pick, pickups and so on. And he's a good runner, so um, uh, it's good to get him. And he's he's a very good leader. Uh, he brings uh brings that with him too. So uh, it's good to have him back back in the mix. I'll be competitive, though. I, I think Brett's done a real nice job. Um, even mentioned the guys you mentioned, just bringing in competition, and that'll help us down the road uh, become even a better football team. Mandy. Uh- Oh, Ronald had mentioned that the guys are still going to go down to Texas potentially during the off time. I know they've done a lot of stuff here, but how do you feel that's progressing? Just the togetherness of all these new guys coming together as you in camp here and meet up for St. Joe's. Oh. Yeah, no, I think it's. I, listen, I think it's great. I've, they handle it the right way, which is important. Um, they they obviously got work done because when they came back, they <clears throat> they were in good shape and they um, you know they also had the routes down, <laughs> which which helped. So. Um, I think as much time as they can get together, they, they do uh, <clears throat> and get ready for, again, get ready for camp.
1: What's the sense right now, Andy, from Patrick's standpoint, just watching him with the new guys, how might this feel to you watching him versus 2018, obviously as a first-time starter now now 2019 coming back? Oh, well, you got to see
0: the progress they made throughout uh, the, the offseason program, and um, I liked what I saw. Uh, do we still have room to grow? Absolutely. Uh, but um, further ahead than I had anticipated, they would be uh, at this point. Um, I, I like the, the guys that we've brought in. They have a feel for space, and I'm, I am always worry about that just a bit. But they they did a nice job. with this camp is all passing. Right? We, don't, we don't run the ball. So it uh, gives you a bit of an idea in the pass game what the guys are capable of. And I you know, I like that, I just think more reps. We just keep, keep the reps up like we do during camp, and that, that addition will help us. I know we've asked you this before, but just because we won't get you in for five weeks, things still progressing well when it comes to your conversations with Orlando and, and how that's going? Yeah, so I'm not doing a whole lot of conversing with him, but um, Brett and his crew are. And so um, uh, you know, as long as they're talking, these things don't ever happen overnight. That's not how it works. <clears throat> so, but they'll work through it, and um, I know both sides will handle it the right way, and and, and come to a, you know a spot there that's good for both both Orlando and the
1: team. What does Frank Clark miss by not being here? I He's a veteran, right? But uh, what is he missing by not
0: being here? Yeah, well, good? you know, you have a you have a new coach at that spot. So, mm-hmm. I mean, if you had to pick one thing out, that that would be it. He, he's a smart guy. He'll he'll catch up on everything. Um, he's normally in pretty good shape physically, so. Um, he'll get back into the swing, and, you know, he's he's talked to people up here, so he knows what's going on. There was a report he was excused. He was excused a child. Yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, part of, yep. mm-hmm. Coach, you if he left practice early the other day, any concerns that he, he won't be or he will be ready for the start of camp? Yeah,
0: he'll, he'll be ready for camp, yeah. Does
1: yeah. the same go for Josh Gordon? Yeah. Like
0: him. yeah, he'll be fine. Yeah, yeah, that one, that was – he came out on the better end of that, so and that could have been. So. Joshua Williams, no concern long-term there I don't think so, no. Anyway. Or, also. I think the guys, I think we'll, you know, for the most part, we'll have everybody back without getting into all the injuries. But With um, with Orlando, um, how would you just assess the way so – obviously, he never played a full season at left tackle. How would you just assess his difference between week one and week 17 last year? Yeah, so I thought he, um, I thought he got better. Um, again, he's a young guy, so there's plenty of room to, to grow, and he's wired the right way to do that, you know, to attack um, that. And so I know he's been working out and uh, doing the things he, he needs to do to get himself ready for camp. So, um, you know, but, but you know, he, he's a young guy that is new to the position, is on, you know, on the rise, I, w- I would hope, yeah. Then, I'd, I'd understand, um, I don't really want to ask you guys to sort of negotiate against yourselves here, but how key is he to, to what you guys are able to do? Yeah, um, well, we had a good one there before with Fish, and so, um, you know, we, we did pretty good with him too. So, there, um, but he, he was a nice addition to, to the group, yeah. It's also a big day for Kansas City sports, for the city in general, learning if they'll have World Cup games here being obviously part of the whole soccer scene as well how big of a deal is that or would it be to have that here in kc yeah no that'd be great that'd, uh, <clears throat> I, I like soccer believe it or not i mean i like i know i'm not built like a soccer player but i <clears throat> i wasn't built like a quarterback coach either right <laughs> so uh, but I, uh, I i enjoy the sport uh, i have a ton of respect for those guys and the amount of work that goes into it and um, I know how fond the Hunt family is of soccer and how much it you know, means to them. So, uh, and then the city of Kansas City is, there. they love soccer too. So um, we would definitely have a great turnout there, I know, great support. With so many new faces in the in the offense at, at the skill positions like MBS and Juju, just how would you assess
1: the foundation that you guys were able to build these past two weeks ahead of camp?
0: Yeah, I really liked the way those two worked. Um, They've they've got a nice connection <clears throat> with Pat <clears throat> up to this point. i will be curious to see how, gets when the you know when live bullets and all that stuff. So uh, we'll we'll see how that rolls. But I, I wouldn't expect anything much different than what I've been saying. Um, and and the other guys too that have worked in there. You know, McColl uh, has upped his game uh, here and um, and done a nice job. And our, our young kid, Scott. It mixed in there has been good, <clears throat> so I, I like the mixture that we we've got going. You,
1: know, you 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 guys rotated a lot of cornerbacks this week, and some of that is also because of Rashad and that Trent going through uh, little things. But I just wonder, was there any body in the cornerback group that sort of you know been a nice surprise? Someone that you're sort of eager to see how they look in training camp? I'm kind of uh,
0: collectively, I'm ex- I'm excited to see. It. There's so many new faces right there. I'm I'm excited to. Uh, See them all. They're, they all have a chance, so right. I think it's I think it'll be good competition there. <clears throat> I'm not saying anybody absolutely uh, jumped out or fell fell apart. So I, I would just tell you that uh, there's a pretty tight group, and we'll see how see how it goes when things get going. Adam, Maybe you uh, talked about Sky Moore. He was obviously late to the practice just the last week or so. Did you learn anything about him in that short time you had him on the field? Yeah, you know what I mean, he looks strong he, he looks uh he's i mean you see that the way he's built physically but that 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 transfers um you see those 10 hands that he has he catches everything um, and uh, he's a good route runner He's a smart kid seemed to pick it up well Andy chris jones had mentioned <laughs> yesterday about how that afc championship game sticks with him do you get that sense from some of the guys that are returning that, that, that's gotten a lot more motivated going into this season. Yeah, I mentioned this to the guys before we left, just that uh, after last season, I'm saying, um, was that if we all can look in the mirror and be accountable and not point the finger at the other guy, I think uh, that becomes important in that type of situation. And um, we all could have done better. I know Chris took that to heart, <clears throat> and um, I think he explained that to you guys uh, on what he said. So. Um, uh, and that's that's what makes you better, you, you just grow from that. You take that experience, that's another one for him, even as a veteran player. It's one more thing that he can grow from, and we all we all should have some of that. Couple more guys, how, how much can you learn about Darian Kennard or George Karloftis when, when you can't really hit yet? And how much more do you expect to learn once you actually get to St. in? Yeah, I, listen, I mean, you can see George's motor, um, Kennard, you can see his athletic ability, feet. But we're not, you know, we pull off, right, on contact there. So it's, um, and then there's no run game. Everything's pass. So, uh, but, but you see that there, there's talent there. Um, but for the bigs, you gotta get in, you gotta get the pads on. Coach,
1: I hate to be the person to ask this again, but this podcast that Tyreek Hill Drop down, I'm assuming you either heard it or they told you some things that were said in there. Just your thoughts about anything that you heard in that podcast?
0: I love Tyreek. So I mean, he's a good kid. We we thank the world of him. Anything else? All right. Thank
1: you. All right. Yeah, Thanks, Coach. Thank yeah, you too. Thank you. Uh, Patrick Ronald said you guys are going to get back together in Texas a little bit before training camp. Is that true? Yeah. Yeah. Um, We'll have some guys down there. I mean, uh, luckily enough, some of those guys already live in Texas, and uh, we'll be working out, throwing. um, You don't want to do too much, obviously, going into training camp, but just trying to keep those things, keep everybody fresh, keep everybody working. So uh, we'll have some dates down there, and I'm sure some guys will will come through. Patrick, you had mentioned early in the off-season program that it just felt good to just be healthy, to not be going Mm -hmm. through a a rehab. Just what do you feel like you gained most now that we're through the off-season program? Yeah, I think... um, just being in better shape, I think it'd be the best thing. Uh, the best thing about it is, uh, whenever you come off an injury, I mean, you try to stay in shape, you try to ride the bike or do whatever you can, especially with the foot injury. But it's hard to kind of get that running in and uh, to get that sprinting in. And I feel like now I'm at a better point than I was last year as far as explosiveness um, and uh, conditioning wise. So uh, definitely uh, that that's helped out a lot, and hopefully I can keep it, that momentum going forward towards the season. When you go into this part, you work very closely with uh, your trainer, Bobby.
0: Um, can you just describe some of the unique ways that he kind of facilitates your
1: brand of playing quarterback? Yeah, I mean, I think the, the biggest thing he does is he watches film just kind of like I do or the coaches do, and he tries to put me in those positions that I was in during the last season so if I get put in that position again, I can make those throws. And uh, I think that's the biggest thing we do with with medicine, with, with those uh, medicine balls, with uh, weights, is we get myself in these awkward positions where I throw from and, and kind of strengthen those things so that when my body does get put in those positions, I can, I can make the plays happen. How much do some of the guys dread this conditioning test? I mean, you can't tell. I'm still sweating right now, so uh, it's, uh, it's it's something that we we know it's it's part of it. Um, it it's uh it's it's it's. It's, it's something you have to do to make sure your body's in the right spot. And I think it kind of keeps guys on their toes kind of this season break, knowing that when they get back for that training camp, we're gonna have that conditioning test that first day. So uh, I think more than anything, it's just kind of making sure that you stay on top of your game on the off se- uh, offseason those days when you don't want to work out, because you know you have to be ready uh, for that first day of training camp. Patrick, uh,
0: Chris Jones was in here talking about uh, how he's still bothered by some of the plays he didn't make against the Bengals in the, in the championship mm-hmm. game. Are you in that place yourself, or are you over that, or how are you uh, handling all that?
1: Yeah, I mean, he use it um, as some type of motivation. Um, that second half I played, I didn't play really good football at all. Probably my worst playoff football I've probably played was the second half of that game. So um, just trying to use that as as a learning a learning thing that whenever I'm struggling or the team's struggling, just find a way to get positive plays because when you have a lead like that, you don't want to lose lose that lead. So if we played such a great first half. Even if we weren't getting what we won in that second half, I just have to be better at taking what's there and putting some type of points on the board to come away and get to the Super Bowl. Surprised at all that Tyreek said some of the things he said? Um, um I mean, it's I, I, I'm surprised a, a little, um, just because I feel like we we love Tyreek here, we've always loved him, we still love him. I saw him out of Formula One in Miami, um, and everything like that, but um, I mean, I'm sure it had something to do with trying to get his podcast some, some stuff and get it rolling, um, but uh, definitely, I still love Tyreek, he's one of a kind player, um. But uh as you know in Coach Reed's offense, it takes the whole team. I mean, this offense was rolling before I got here. This offense was rolling when I was a young cowboy fan, watching the Eagles beat up on the Cowboys. So I mean it's a it's an offense that's more than one player, and that includes myself. Did you
0: talk to him at all about
1: it? I haven't talked to him since the podcast um came out, but I mean I talked to him in Formula One in Miami in May um and everything seemed fine. So uh it's uh it's something where I'm sure he's trying to he's trying to show that he 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 loves where he's at in Miami. Um he 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 loves his teammates. Um, but at the end of the day, man, it's just going out there and playing football and you kinda of let other people talk about who's the best and all that different type of stuff. You just want to go out there and win football games at the end of the day. Patrick, not to belabor
0: that point, but did you sense that bubbling at all bubbling up at all during the season or is this kind of new information to you tuning
1: heard on the podcast? Just him wanting to more at the ball more often, things like that. Definitely uh new in a sense of uh, how it's seen on the podcast, I guess. I mean obviously when you're When you're the competitor that he is, I mean, that's the thing that I loved about Tyreek and I still love is that he wants to win. And I feel like uh, with the coverages that we were getting, defenses were really accounting for him. And so we got to go other places. Um, But when he's a competitor like that, you want to have a chance to impact the game. So I know he wanted to to get the ball as much as possible so he could help us win. It wasn't a selfish thing. Um, But uh, it definitely, I I didn't seem like he, I mean, we were winning football games, especially at the end of the season. So I didn't think he really kind of brought that to our attention. But uh, now we just kind of move on and kind of we keep going with the guys that we have here and we try to keep winning football games.
0: Patrick, it, look, it looked like you got to go against some of the, you know, you're going to have a lot of young guys in the secondary. It looked like you got to go some against Joshua Williams, mm-hmm. Trent McDuffie, Brian Cook, and Cook got you once yesterday. Mm-hmm. So. What do you what, what do you notice from these rookies that are coming in, and, and how much do you
1: think they can contribute? I think the biggest thing is they've got they got better a lot better over the time of just the old phase two, phase three, and and mini camp. and that's that's great to see because there's a lot of young guys that are gonna get called upon to make place for us this season. Um, and so you can tell as they got more comfortable with the defense. I mean, Spags has a very complex defense. That's why it's so good. Um, so as they got more and more comfortable, they started getting better and better. So that's, that's good to see because you, with young guys especially, I mean, in every position, the more they know they can just use their, their God-given ability, uh, the better they play. And so you could tell they were learning more and more, and then they started playing better and better as the, the camp went on.
0: We know that Andy and, and Brett keep you in the, in the loop with these things. Just how confident are you that Orlando is going to get worked out and, and he'll be there
1: for training camp? Yeah, I'm very confident uh, just because I know Orlando. I was with him yesterday, actually. So, I mean, I I, uh, I hang out with him a lot. He loves football. He loves the Kansas City Chiefs. He loves being here in this organization. Um, and so now it's just kind of the, the stuff that's always tough is the business side of this. I mean, all of us want to provide for our families in the long term and next generations. Um, so I know he's he's trying to get that all handled, but as far as loving the Chiefs and loving football uh, There's not another person that's building that loves as much as he does what were y'all doing yesterday, Tom?
0: You. Yeah, just hanging out. I mean, he has a he has a
1: young one too that's about the same age as Sterling. So, uh, Brittany uh, and his girl uh, get along well, and they always hang out during the season. So, uh just kind of hung out with them a little bit then. And it wasn't about football, it was just kind of just getting the families guaranteeing them and everything like that. Patrick, oh, on, guys. Patrick, it seems like in the practices we were able to
0: see the ball when you're at uh, quarterback, the ball's going to uh, MBS a lot. Mm-hmm. Are you ahead of schedule with him? Maybe where you thought you'd be at
1: this point? Yeah, I think he's done a great job um, of learning the offense really fast um, and, and making plays when his number's been called. Um, mm-hmm. he's, a, he's a smart guy, so you can see uh, why he's able to pick up stuff so fast and he has a good feel for everything. And uh, uh, especially there in the earlier part we had a couple guys a little banged up and he, he got a lot of reps and made a lot of plays and then even when, when you kind of do that um, when, we, when all the other guys come back you have that confidence that he can make those plays and so you saw a couple of them down the sideline where it was one on one and I just threw it up and let him make a play and he did so uh, that's a good thing to see and hopefully it carries on in training camp and into the season Last obviously in Kansas City from a soccer perspective with your hands in two of the teams here how big would it be to have the World Cup here? Dude it would be awesome I mean I was talking about it with Brittany yesterday I'm gonna be at like every one of those games I can possibly be at if they they do get them here. And I know Kansas City and how much they love soccer. I mean, you see it with sporting and how they sell out almost every game. And then with uh, the current now in sporting stadium, they're bringing in these huge crowds. So you know that Kansas City loves, loves that that sport. And I think uh, if we get that bid, we'll be selling out Arrowhead sporting uh, the current stadium uh, whenever it gets built up and uh, it'll be a a great experience. I'll be at every single one of them. Last thing I gotta ask about the does it does it bother you when people question your accuracy and maybe see you as more of a gunslinger Does that still get to you at this point in your career? Or you see past that? It, it doesn't get to me at all. As long as we're winning football games and uh, we're putting up points, I think I'm doing my job the right way. So I, it doesn't have to be. I guess. The best accuracy and the best completion percentage in the world as long as we're uh, scoring touchdowns and winning winning Super Bowls I'll, I'll take it. Let's end with Todd Palmer. Go ahead, Todd. All right,
0: I, there was some news on Instagram a couple of weeks ago. I just how excited
1: are you for baby number two? Oh dude I'm, I'm extremely excited. A gender reveal's coming up soon so hopefully we get we, we get we get a boy but I'll lo- I'll love uh, him or her either either way um, but uh, it's gonna it's gonna be awesome uh, Sterling such a Sterling's such an athlete already, and so she's so cool. She's so calm that I just know, girl or boy, is gonna be the wildest child <laughs> ever. So, uh, so hopefully Sterling teaches her the teaches her or him the good ways, and uh, we gonna have a nice household at the Mahomes household. And uh, Brittany will have her hands full for sure. <laughs> Thanks,